What is up, everyone? It's your boy, Dave. Your boy! And with me is Shane. Hey, guys. I'm Shane. My hype man. Hype man! Then we have the mumbling man, Russell. Mumble. Mumble, mumble. Mumble. I was mumbling. Yeah, I know. You mumbled over my mumbling. <laughs> you can't mumble a mumble. Yeah, you can. Don't mumble it. Mumble, mumble the mumbler. Mum, mum, I'm done with this. <laughs> <laughs> no, keep going. Let's that see what we got. Over. <laughs> uh, this is the DQB Does Hostful, where we talk about news and trailers and, I don't know, talking dogs. Uh, um, yep. <laughs> Starting off great. All right. Yeah. So first up, we're going to talk some trailers, right? We do some trailers. We watched the Morbius trailer. Yeah, yep. we did. Quick synopsis. Biochemist Michael Morbius tries to cure himself of a rare blood disease, but he inadvertently infects himself with a form of vampirism instead. Dr. Michael Morbius will be played by Jared Leto. So far, so good. Yeah, I'm excited. Does it have anything to do with Spider-Man? <laughs> Uh, we've seen Michael Keaton in the trailer, and on IMDb, Michael Keaton is uncredited as Batman, a character. Yeah, he's he's Tombs. Uh, it it's in it it is in a Spider-Man universe. Yes, there's a Spider-Man poster in the background, and it's spray painted over it. Murderer, murderer. Sorry, I'm taking your your thing. Hey, he's murderer. the mumbler. Uh. He also talks about Venom. Yeah, at the end. At the end. Um, so it's definitely in a Spider-Man universe. Yeah. Which one? I don't know. I didn't look too close at the poster. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't either. Because you should be able to tell by the costume. But Yeah. There's probably a YouTube video that breaks it down. Oh, yeah. We and should there, make have those. Have you seen those? Actually. Like some of the like, I watched every trailer at 0.25 speed and I'm going to explain every frame to you. Yeah, dude. People watch those. Yeah, I know. I don't. That's how I watched like someone I hang out with. That was like 20 minutes long and I was like, this is fucking annoying. Yeah, just <laughs> give me like, like you don't have to show it to me also scene by scene. Yeah. Like just give me six minutes of what you discovered in the trailer. Well, okay. So here's <laughs> another thing about that. This is way off topic, but uh, you have to make like over 15 minute videos now, I think on YouTube to like get monetized or something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a lot of those people are like, yeah, so anyway, this part and then this and then blah, blah, blah. And the, you know, they're just like, they're basically writing would, like would, the would high you say school. they're mumbling? No, they're writing like the high school uh, 500 word essays. <laughs> you know, you remember when you Keep just like added stuff. random words in <laughs> yeah. and then instead of using words that you know the meaning of you used the definition from webster's dictionary and like put that in just to pad your word count that's yeah. what these videos are and it's like fuck you dude <laughs> like, <laughs> do you ever run into those weird youtube videos where it's, a, it's supposed to be like spooky or whatever and they the guy talks like this to try to be spooky i've I, never seen that <laughs> it's awful I, I'll, I click on something like what's this Spooky shit, okay. Then it's like, 
Welcome to this video where this guy is scary. I'm like, nope, hate you. Yeah. I mean, some people... I, I, I don't like being mean to people, but some people should not talk. Not because they don't have good ideas, but because they have really annoying voices. I'm sure some people think that about me, but... Probably me, too. I think my voice is annoying. I don't like listening to myself. You need to watch more YouTube videos. You'd be like, I sound like an angel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Aw, thanks, bud. So this trailer, though. Yeah. Um, Morbius. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I still need to watch Venom 2. Yeah. Throw same. that out there. But, but I'm also probably not going to watch Morbius when it comes out. Probably also wait for it to be video on demand. Mm. Uh, mostly because I don't want to give Sony my theater money. Yeah. I don't like what's happening. I'm not I'm not a fan of the particular attempt of tearing apart the MCU. Take yeah. that Sony. Pew, pew, pew. I'm I'm waiting to see what happens after No Way Home. Like how that movie plays out in yeah. particular. Like, cause if they just put a cap on it and like, well, he's out of the MCU, then Yeah. So Tom has also said that he doesn't know what happens next. Yeah. Because his contract is up and this yeah, is I the mean, first time he's been free right. since all the uh reports of them like treating it like the last time yeah. and stuff at the rap party and shit mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I would like to see Tom continue to play Spider Man. Um Me I too. love him as Spider Man. I, I there's so much more that we can do with him as Spider-Man yeah. because of where they started at with him and the MCU being in high school and stuff. Where they um, started, his his age, his athleticism, like he's basically the perfect Spider-Man. Yeah. I mean, you might not like him, you might like one of the other guys better, um, and I'm not going to say objectively that you're wrong, but objectively you're wrong. <laughs> um, sorry. Yeah, Tom, Tom is my favorite. Um... I mean, I I love Toby as yeah. Spider Man, and we'll see if that holds up as we move into if, the Spider Man yeah, if, movies. If the if this new one plays out the way that we think it's going to play out, and they play more than a cameo or they're in it at all, yeah. um, I, I'll be happy to see them. Yeah, I'll even be happy to see Andrew. I don't dislike them as Spider Man. Um, Andrew was probably the worst Peter, but. He could have been a better Peter if they were like, you know, he's out of college and they wrote it better. And I think that's a, <laughs> that's a big part of the, and I think that's a big part of the problems that people have with, uh, with all of the different Spider-Mans, whichever one is their favorite, uh, yeah. is the, the writing more than anything. Because like, I see a lot of people bitching about the Tom Holland Spider-Man, um, because he doesn't web sling through New York. Because there's all these, and and they're right. There's all these epic scenes uh, in the previous Spider-Man movies of Spider-Man swinging through New York, and there's like slow mo scenes and like just yeah. him just getting to and from places. Yeah. Um, and it looks really cool, and they don't do it a lot in the newer Spider-Man movies. That's true. Yeah. That's not Tom's fault. He didn't fucking write the movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not. I do think Tom's Spider-Man suffers from being in the MCU uh 
just because he like at times the character feels overshadowed. I mean, especially in Homecoming, where you know Tony's in like a decent portion of the movie. He's got like twenty three uh, minutes of screen time or whatever. Um, because it doesn't. I like the replacement. I like what they did with it. Um, yeah. I, I feel like it was written well, but it is not the Spider-Man that we're used to. No. So, I like, mean, on some fronts, I agree with, like, Tom Spider-Man not not necessarily getting the correct treatment, but I also feel like if it would have just been a rehash, we would be sitting here bitching instead of loving Then we Tom. got another origin story? Yeah. Yeah. So, because they did it well, like, I loved the way they did the origin that isn't an origin, but right. still an origin. Like, yeah. I, I enjoy everything they've done with Tom Spider-Man, and I also wonder if, like, they've specifically not done the web-slinging through New York, because there's other stuff that they haven't done with him either. Like, yeah. he's, there's a lot they have not done with his Tom Spider-Man character that has already been done in the other movies. Yeah. That I'm wondering if we're building to, to give us time give us even more time in between you know all the spider-man shit we're used to to build tom's character into the spider-man stuff that we're used to yeah um because i mean he's still pretty clumsy with his powers like he does really well in a civil war where he's like slinging around and he like you know right takes out winter soldier and falcon pretty easily and uh but he's still not like the apex spider-man that he should be right and you know i i i want to hope that we're going to get there yeah but now there's a wrench in the gears and i don't know what the fuck is going on (laughs) nobody does well somebody does but so nobody that's talking to us but please talk to us i'm super excited to see jared leto play this character very specifically yeah because like if you're gonna have him play a Spider-Man villain. I think this is a great villain for him to portray. Yeah, I'm trying to think of one that I would want more, want him to play more. <clears throat> I I would have also accepted him as Mysterio. Um, I was okay with Jalen Hall. I yeah, I, I was I, okay. I also thought I thought Jalen Hall did a good job. Um, with what he was given. With what he was given. Um, I wanted more out of the Mysterio character. I mean, we're going to talk about these movies at length later. Yeah, that's We true. keep talking about them. So, <laughs> now. I'm excited to, to watch all the Spider-Man. It's been a while. Yeah. I have the first one or two on VHS, so maybe I'll kick it old school. Oh, shit. Mainly because I have to because I have no internet. <laughs> damn it. What are we on? Month three? This is the third month without an internet. I'm dying. Damn, dude. I don't know how you're still like alive the other day i like picked up this thing it was like heavy had words in it they call it a book i think what the fuck is that fuck i don't know but it was there i don't have internet he was uh he was shaking when he showed up today yeah he had had the shakes he was like what's the wi-fi password (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, get little hits of wi-fi when i can (laughs) (laughs) um Maybe a Hobgoblin, but anyway, whatever. He's playing Morbius. He is playing Morbius. Uh, and I I think it's an interesting... Uh, it's interesting how they're doing this. Um, It looks neat. Yeah, it should be good. Yeah. Uh, he is craving blood? Yeah. 
So that's different. Does he but, not in the comics? No, no, he does. I mean, he does. It's he depends on what iteration you're talking about. Yeah, mm. there's a point that he gets to where he's like trying to not be a bad guy, so he like drains the plasma specifically out of people instead of just like drinking their blood. Well, he also has like hand suckers. That's from the cartoon. Is that the only hand, in the cartoon? Yeah, the hand suckers in the cartoon. Oh, I thought it was also. Because they changed it because they didn't want him drinking blood in a fucking Y7 cartoon. Huh. That makes sense. That makes sense. And like I, I was confused. I was seeing a bunch of shit on Reddit uh, in one of the threads about this where the people were like, that was worse. I was so fucking traumatized by some <laughs> dude walking around with like octopus suckers on his hands, like just touching people and they're like, ah, and they yeah. faint, like yeah, that's sucking terrifying. their life force out and shit. <laughs> Like, yeah, dude, it was fucked up. Morbius was scary in the fucking 90s Spider-Man show. <laughs> and he had like eight episodes or some shit. Damn. Is that, are we watching that too? I mean, we can. Watch the cartoon. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know how <laughs> much time you're, you're wanting to put in here. I watched it again recently myself. Like when, well, I guess not recently. When uh, Disney Plus came out, like what, last year or whatever. I watched through... I think like 90%. There were a couple episodes I skipped because I remembered them and I was like, I don't like this episode. I guess maybe I assumed that it was based off some sort of iteration of him in the comics. As far as I know, they changed it so that he wasn't sucking blood in a young kid's TV show. That makes sense. Doesn't the vampires that blood Blade hunts down in the Spider-Man show, though, don't they like drink people's blood? They don't show it. Oh, they just don't show it? Okay. I don't think they show it. Because that was... implied. Yeah. Yeah, they, like, people show up, you show up, and, like, they're, like, laying on the ground, and they're, like, coming up from them. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. I'm I always thought it was, like, I, that was one of the things I always liked about Morbius in the cartoon was he's, like, trying to not be a bad guy. Yeah. But he's, like, fighting his, like, nature, or his now vampiric nature and stuff. Hmm. Yeah. But I'm also wondering how they're going to do this. See, like, this shit's pissing me off even further because, like, Marvel has the rights to Blade. Yeah. But if Morbius is going to be a Sony exclusive and they're going to split the universe again, we're still not getting everything we could be getting because... Yeah, they're going to fuck up your Midnight Suns, bud. Yeah, they're going to hardcore fuck up my Midnight Suns. Sorry, bro. It's not happening. Or if it does, it's going to be missing what? a bunch of people. <laughs> Like, I don't care if you're going to spin the MCU into two universes. Like, I would love a Marvel Knights universe where everything's rated R. I, I would, and if Sony does it, okay. But, like, that's what I want. And, like, Marvel and Disney have to be okay with it, too. Because there's a lot of shared characters. Like, yeah, you know. But I also, I don't want watered-down Punisher. But no. we're supposed to get a rated R Blade movie. So like I don't and a rated R Deadpool and rated R Deadpool Deadpool's gonna remain rated R so I don't I don't, I don't know just have to wait and see yeah I love the Blade movies when I was younger I watched oh yeah those all the time Morbius was supposed was like going to be in the first Blade really did you see that with me the thing that I want you didn't see that I don't think so uh so the director. There was like an alternate ending where you just saw Morbius like on top of a building in the distance. 
Hmm. And like the director played him. Mm. I did see that with you. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, instead that scene got changed to... The blood god thing. That's awful. Yeah, well, so I seen an after credits thing where he like kills two Russian vampires. Yeah. That are like making out. And that scene looked like the same scene except yeah he's like somewhere else he's like in another country or something yeah Yeah. he's in like moscow i think Hmm. yeah and then they never yeah just the blood god thing was different too the part blade i remember is like the beginning of the first one oh yeah where there it's the blood the blood orgy rave yeah the blood (laughs) rave oh yeah yeah it's good shit god watch that again now yeah um first one's awesome i don't think i have it on vhs though yeah. You'll find it. So Morbius trailer looks interesting. Could yeah. be really good. Yeah. Uh I'm hoping it's really good. I'm I intrigued. It's good too. I mean, yeah. I don't want it to be bad. Yeah, I don't either. Just want it to be in the MCU. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be the dark underbelly of the MCU. I won't let it go. We also watched a trailer for Book of uh Boba Fett. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, we did. And I'm hard still. Uh yeah. Boba looks like he's uh done some sit-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I like dad bot Boba. <laughs> oh my god, his armor does fit better this time. <laughs> um. My my assumption is that they were shooting Mandalorian and just called him in the middle of it and was like, Hey, are you busy? No, I'm not busy. Sitting well, on the okay, couch eating so, ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> Can you show up at this lot and do this scene for $10? And he was like, fuck yeah, I can. Do it for free. And then showed up and like did it. And they were like, he like showed up and they were like, uh, ooh, <laughs> uh costume. <laughs> oh my God. And then, uh, Afterwards, he he would he probably seen himself. I don't even think they said anything to him. He probably seen it and was like, "Oh shit, I got to order a P ninety X." Wow, I'm not trying to fat shame this dude. It's just don't like, fat shame. I'm a yeah, body positive I'm guy, like, dude. I'm so. fat as fuck. So yeah, but I he just... definitely needed the breastplate spreader. <laughs> <laughs> That was a, I got that right. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Yeah. So this, anyway, so this trailer looks great. Yeah. I'm fucking no, I'm stoked. super excited yeah. for it. It's, Give us something to watch. Yeah. Uh, it starts out with, uh, well, it doesn't start out, but basically. Yeah. Dude, I hope. <laughs> it's fucking, apparently it's going to be a real bad winner. But this isn't the Weather Channel. No. So. Oh, it's not? Uh, I want to delete all this shit. In the trailer, we discover that he's basically trying to take over Jabba's old role. Yeah. And wants to unite the underbelly, the villains of Tatooine. Yeah. And, and uh, there's some other guy doing it when he shows up. Yeah. Because, I mean, at this point, Jabba's been dead for how many years? Uh... five something like that yeah maybe i don't remember the exact timeline because this is after the mandalorian like this is right so which i also think interesting is like the mandalorian brought boba fett back in and then he was like mm, okay i'm gonna go do stuff now because i'm yeah, everybody was like <laughs> oh, <look at> boba fett! <laughs> <laughs> 
That's how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I think having this Boba Fett series will actually make me like the Mandalorian more because like now I'm going to get the thing like now I'm going to get the thing that I thought the Mandalorian was going to be. And I, th- I think I'm going to love this. Fuck you. I Shane. I know. Let's we have to beat up Russell. Yeah, we're about to beat the <laughs> shit out of him. We're gonna take a break. We'll be right back be right after back. these messages from fucking Russell's doctors. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did that? He comes back crying. <laughs> Look, both it looks okay. <laughs> the Mandalorian is gone. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, fucking people talk like it. I mean, it's. It's not about, like, yeah, fucking, uh, what's-his-fuck is super cute, but it's not about that. It's about it being a badass show. Space Western, man. Dude, yep. Space yeah. Samurai Western. And some yeah. of it is absolutely amazing. Some of it is fucking terrible. It's not, though. We'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, we gotta kick his ass again. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Anyway, this isn't about Mandalorian. This is yeah. about Boba Fett. Book of Boba Fett. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. I'm I super know excited for this. Whoever is listening is saying the same thing. Um, your ass is getting kicked next. <laughs> we we kicking everybody's ass up in here. <laughs> yeah, this will 100. percent This is I don't. This is going to be. I I don't know, man. This is going to be what I thought. I hope it's what going to be. I hope you get whatever it is that you're wanting, so that you can be happy about it. I I, th- I think I will be. And I, I mean, I think if I'm it's not even like good. I'll I'll enjoy it. I'm not even a Boba Fett fanboy like at all. No. Like because they did the thing that I mean is a trope now. Yeah. Like give this badass looking character four lines and fans will love him. I mean, and it's a trope of him. because of him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. <laughs> He is the trope. So, so it's fine if he does it, okay? Yeah. Um, but I was one of those guys that was like, fuck you, he fucking died. In a Sarlacc pit. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and then they, there was a bunch of books written about it, and he came out. And I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. I guess they're canon. Now mm-hmm. they're not canon anymore. <laughs> they're like, but he's back in anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Star Wars universe is a mess. Um, yep, unfortunately. Yeah, I really liked the part in this trailer at the end where they're like arguing, like, "What if we just uh, take it?" And yeah. she's she's like, "Well, if you said that to Jabba, he would feed you to shit." But uh, yeah. and then Boba's like, "Speak freely." I'm like, "Cool, yeah. okay, cool." Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because Jabba's kind of a bitch. Like, I know he's big bad and fucking Tatooine, uh, but he's. I mean, he's kind of like a bitch. Yeah, he's just a sluggy bitch. Yeah, he like doesn't do any of the work himself. He's just like sits yeah. on his fucking throne he's like thing. Every fat overlord ever, almost, except for the one that we're going to talk about next week. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, but yeah, so like, I don't know. I never, I never cared too much for Jabba. I, he's he's a good stereotypical villain. But I've never been like, oh yeah, Jabba is awesome villain. Is guy. anyone a Jabba fan? I don't feel I like guarantee there been. is yeah. at least one person that like jerks off to Rule Thirty Four <laughs> Jabba, but <laughs> that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is not what I'm talking about. We're not doing the, a sound effect for the, that. The uh, same person has sex with Jello. Uh, I so. quit. 
I'm out. Well, all right, guys. Welcome to the DQP Hostful. I'm your host, Russell. Hey. Everyone has now turned off the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. So I, I like that, like, because Boba's gonna fuck someone up. Like, he's gonna say, he's gonna be like, speak freely, and then he's gonna stand the fuck up and punch someone in the mouth. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's gonna be dope. Like flamethrower him or some shit. Like, that's what I'm punching for. them. Yes. Yeah. He just oh, like dude. has all the fucking gadgets. He's like fucking mark one iron man shit but they showed him fucking a guy up in the street but i don't know if that's like before or after that scene oh god i hope it's right after so he speaks freely and then he's like let's step outside yeah. beats the shit out of him in the street you want to say that to me in the street we what? Don't, why we don't fight in the throne room uh yeah i don't know <laughs> i i think this is going to be fantastic so this council table is really expensive let's go fucking get blood in the sand instead of on my rare wood whatever i don't know what trees are called in fucking star wars rare forest of indoor yeah moon tree yeah i mean those are just the redwoods of <laughs> anyone that loves star wars hates me uh, <laughs> it's still called tree but it's spelled weird well no spelled i just mean future. like the type of tree i was gonna be like mahogany or some shit cocobolo fucking uh it's fucking um, uh, Dagobah and fucking Coca-Cola, okay? <laughs> you don't bleed on my Dagobah and Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola uh, conference table, okay? Yes, please do not bleed in my Coca-Cola. <laughs> don't bleed in my Coca-Cola either. That's not sanitary. No. No. But that dude that you were watching earlier on TikTok would probably drink it still. <laughs> oh, Gross. God. TikTok. Gross. Anyway. Mm. Anyway. We watched another trailer, too, didn't we? Yeah, we watched another trailer. I thought we just watched the two. No, we watched another one. I wish we just watched the the two. No, you guys are wrong. This is going to be the best trailer we've watched in this entire show. What trailer did we watch? It's called Pups Alone, dog. We watched that one. Oh, I blocked it out. You son of a bitch. (laughs) He's gotten blackout drunk and sober again in the last 30 minutes <laughs> just to forget that that existed uh, it's gonna rule it's called pups alone and it's about dogs doing home alone shit talking dogs it's gonna be great that's the, that was the pitch that's the whole movie Dolph Lundgren's in it though Danny but Trejo is in it Dolph Lundgren sort was of. attached to the film after the pitch <laughs> <laughs> Because someone was like, "How can we make this worse?" <laughs> you put Dolph Lundgren in it. <laughs> you hold your tongue. It's gonna be amazing. Danny Trejo is a bulldog. It's gonna be good. I think Rob Schneider is playing a whitewashed Chihuahua named Jose. Yeah, I'm not happy about that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they probably couldn't actually get Antonio Banderas to do it. He's like, I'm not gonna be a dog. He's been a cat before. They, they <laughs> called Antonio, and Antonio was like, "Why don't you get Rob Schneider to do it?" Yeah. Like, that's a great idea. And he's like, "I was joking." Yeah. He's like, "I only do cats." Yeah. <laughs> that movie was animated too, so like, this is this is it's real. Live action. It's live action with talking dogs. I'm into it. 
Dolph Lundgren's gonna like break into the house and like ah I'm Dolph Lundgren and Pup's gonna be like nuh uh they're gonna do wacky hijinks it's gonna be great I'm <laughs> just gonna watch Homeward Bound again oh yeah. don't remind me that movie hurts <laughs> when Shadow falls into that pit yeah it's sad oh. but he comes back he makes it through he does make spoiler. it spoiler <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that in probably 20 years so I don't remember what the fuck you're talking about we can watch it no I'm good we're watching another show Homeward Bound no, who, who does Shadow's voice? Michael oh, J. Fox does the other one. He's uh, what's the boxer's name? I don't remember. Shadow is the golden retriever, and there's a cat. What's the cat's Dude, name? Dude, don't fucking ask me. I just said I don't know anything about that movie anymore. I just know Shadow. <laughs> Sassy is the cat. Sassy, played by Sally Field. Michael J. Fox's Chance, the Bulldog. Chance. There we go. I'm not a fan of uh, live-action movies with talking animals that they don't like at least like CG the mouths of the animals to make it look like they're actually talking. They're just like, yeah, we waved a fucking uh, couple begging strips in front of them, and they were like, and we just, you know, voice acted over that. It's going to be great. I love Ugh. it. I love talking dogs. Also looked like a fucking... Don Ameshi? Ameshi? Who? Don Ameshi does Shadow's voice. Okay. This was the last movie he did. Second he to last movie he actually did. fell into that <laughs> hole and died. <laughs> I was gonna say, they put him in a hole? Uh, he died December 6, 1993. It's not as funny now. Nope. Um... Awkward. Damn it, I was trying to go somewhere, and you guys interrupted me talking about a fucking dead guy. <laughs> I feel bad, but you made me lose my train of thought. <laughs> oh, it had, like, some weird, like, Honey and Shrunk the Kids knockoff fucking technology shit for the dogs and stuff. It's like, is this supposed to be an homage to how Doc Brown fed his dog? Like... <laughs> what the fuck's happening this looks this honestly this movie looks awful like it looks like it's gonna be great all these people <laughs> that are in it because there's like some legit people in it i mean you know uh lundgren and treo are mostly relegated to b-movie schlock that's which is fine there's nothing wrong with that lundgren is a like he went to mit no, I'm not saying he's dumb. I'm just saying that he's, you know, not in very many good movies anymore. Like, yeah, high budget movies. How about that? Here, I'll run the run the cast list for you real quick because this cast is absolutely ridiculous. So Jennifer Love Hewitt is Gidget. Uh-huh. is a voice. So dog. The dog. Uh, Keith David plays the wise bartender. Uh, Danny Trejo plays Vinny P. You have uh, me at all three of them so far. Jerry O'Connell plays Charlie, who's also a dog. What the fuck? Uh, Malcolm McDowell <gasps> plays what Oliver, which is a voice actor, maybe probably a dog. Uh, Eric Roberts is CEO Bill. Dolph Lundgren is Victor. This is a person. Uh, Rob Schneider is the voice of Jose. Uh... Nicholas Totoro. Whoa. 
What the fuck? Who's he? He is a guy named Benny. Um, and that is and Marlon Young is the narrator. Yeah, there's just there's so many people in this movie that like it's not like an A list cast, but it's enough B people to be a higher budget and quality than this. It's the A list of the B list, the, which this. is how I live my life. Yeah, but this trailer, the quality of this movie looks like utter trash. You say trash, I say treasure. Okay. So, the movie is written by... The screenplay was done by Jason Gruich, uh, who did Underwater. Um, a movie called Cleveland. Uh, Mississippi River Sharks. Sold. Home for the Holidays, which looks like a scary movie. Um, oh, he also did some work on Cloak and Dagger. Yay. Whoa. <laughs> I forgot that existed. <laughs> I did too. Uh, yeah, this is his first and primary writing job. <laughs> Yeah, uh, might be his last. <laughs> so you say, what if, what if it's great? Shane, Shane asks, what if, what if it's great? Then I'm going to wonder how they spent so much money on shooting whatever they used for the trailer and then completely reshot the whole movie. <laughs> I mean, I'll concede that it's great, but they wasted a lot of money shooting all the trash that's in that trailer. Fair, fair. <laughs> I, it, I don't. I'm not that excited as I was. I, I'm, I'm stepping out of the bit. Okay. I don't mean. That. I mean, like, I'm not. I, I'm being very serious. Like, this does not look good. Like, it, it's funny that it exists. Uh, I'm into it. Yeah. Like, if you're watching it to be amused by how bad it is, that's a totally different thing. And like, that might be fun, but you're gonna be laughing at the movie, not with the movie. <laughs> Who knows? We don't know. Okay. So we're gonna watch it, Chip. The director's name is Alex Merkin. Um he that has done familiar. a lot of shorts and a few TV movies. Uh Did he do Logan's run? <laughs> <laughs> um it looks like his first large feature length movie was Altitude, starring Dolph Lundgren. Huh. That's how we got him back. <laughs> and Denise Richards. Uh, and then he did some TV movies. And then now we're here to this big blockbuster feature film, Pups Alone, uh, which is rated PG and has a runtime. 84 minutes. Of an hour and 50 minutes. Damn, that's real long. Holy shit. <laughs> they needed another editor. Like, what the fuck? I guess that's only coming. That's coming out in like two weeks. Yeah, this movie is set to release on November 19th, 2021. You are not dragging me to the theater for this. No. That's what you think. No. How about you go, like, record it on your phone, and I'll watch it on my phone. (laughs) On your phone. That's piracy. I don't think they'll care. (laughs) (laughs) They'll just be happy someone pirated it. Holy shit. Somebody (laughs) paid to watch this. It's just me in the theater. Like, do whatever they want, dude. Go ahead. We don't fucking care. I'm sorry, Dave. We love you, but 
we also hate you for making us watch this trailer. <laughs> That's okay. I'm used to that. <laughs> Just trying to put some fun and whimsy no, in your yeah. life. But you know, we don't do not. enough family movies. Yeah. We're like a family. <laughs> uh, do you have anything else you want to say about Pups Alone? No. You're mad at us. No, not at all. <laughs> well, you still got to host the show, goddammit. Oh, do I? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I do that then? Yeah, yeah, you I'm can. I'm sorry I annoyed you with my trailer. Can I continue my show? Yeah, you, you can. Sorry, I'm being a diva. Too much power. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute power corrupts, absolutely. Um. So, last week, we had an email... Oh yeah, emails. And we read that and we follow and now Uh-oh. we have a follow-up email oh, to no. that email. Oh no. Oh no. So Bill from Indy writes in. <laughs> hey Bill. Remember Bill? We're pals. <laughs> I might have told you to fuck off last week. I don't remember. <laughs> Bill from Indy writes. Uh-huh. The will of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend, then fade to myth and are long forgotten when the age comes again. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the turning of the will of time, but I will show you your ending if you don't watch your whore mouths about the greatest books ever written. (laughs) I don't think I actually said anything bad about the books. I just said that I wasn't into them. Correct me if I'm wrong. I didn't listen to the show last week. I just said some shit. <laughs> I kind of talk out of my ass all the time, so you should take everything I say with a grain of salt. So. Like, all the time. Not just on the show. Like, in real life, too. I just... <laughs> I'm totally full of shit. That's why we get along so well, that's a great email. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, that was pretty great. I read it when I first read it. I just fucking died. Yeah, uh, laughing. Also, mildly concerned. <laughs> <laughs> he will come kill us. So, um, I think yeah. he's behind you. I'll hold my reserves of opinion uh, for the show. Yeah, I mean, if the the show's good, that's awesome. If it's not, then that sucks. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't like I said last week. I don't know much about the Wheel of Time and yeah. books is dumb. So <laughs> well, he's gonna come for you now. <laughs> no, Bill. Remember, we're cool. <laughs> um. So last week again, we talked about uh the Alec Baldwin shooting. Yeah. Um. So I wanted to go back. Uh, I I read some stuff. Um. This is all Reddit comments, so I'm not saying that any of this is gospel or accurate. Right. This is just what I read. Yep. Um, so um, this is from a Reddit user. I'm not going to put their name on there, but uh, so I'm I'm reading a comment uh, to share my very limited experience, which is one time on a set and review of safety protocols through my company. The armor walks the gun to the actor. Well, let's let's go back and say what what we said last week. Basically, um, a gun was accidentally discharged, uh, and it killed one person. That was a cinematographer, mm-hmm. and it injured a director. Yeah. Um, 
and we basically said it was, you know, everybody leading up to it that held had their hands on the gun, um, and then the final person being Alec Baldwin. Basically, everyone's at fault there yeah. because of just not following safety rules of having firearms. Um, <clears throat> so the armorer walks the gun to the actor, opens the firearm, shines a light down the barrel and in the cylinder, then gets positive confirmation that there are no rounds present. The firearm is then transferred to the actor. The actor then points the firearm at the ground and pulls the trigger six times. Obviously, this last step is not done with blanks because you would have just fired them all. A cold gun has no rounds at all, even blanks. So something that was in a lot of the articles um, was saying that uh, claiming that whoever handed Alec the gun said that it was a cold gun. Mm -hmm. So it would have nothing in it. Yeah. Um, An armorer can perform the same steps with the prop master or assistant director who then hands the gun to the talent. So the armorer is supposed to do that before the talent uh, on this set that this person was on. Yeah. At least. Um, and from other comments that I read that seemed to be the general consensus, like of other people that had said that they were on sets. Mm -hmm. Um, nobody except the armorer is then allowed to open the firearm. This is in place to prevent them from putting live rounds in or something stupid. Okay. Hmm. Um, okay. Talent receives training where protocols are established. They should not accept a gun that was not properly checked. So basically, it sounds like they're supposed to check it in front of them. Yeah. Um, or they should know that it was has been checked. Uh, they should never point the gun at anyone, even during a scene, and ballistic shields should be in use. A large problem, and this is them talking about the actual incident, uh, a large problem is the armor is rushed, which is why union shops and are strong contracts are so valuable from the beginning. So there's a, a few other things um, that are going into this um, that I've read afterward that um, kind of confound this whole thing. One, it was in New Mexico, right? Okay. So there's not a uh, crew union there. Okay. Um, so they're non-unionized as far as the crew on this set right um also they were cutting budget um and a lot of people had multiple jobs including the armorer okay uh which makes them busier so then you start cutting corners because you're busy and you're trying to keep a, a schedule um i also read that there were two previous uh negligent discharge discharges on the set of this movie or this show what really? the fuck Whoa. Um, and that day the crew walked off the set because of these NDs um, now this is all from piecing shit together so uh-huh. if it's a little inaccurate I apologize um, so what I read was is that there were two previous NDs the, that day that the shooting happened, um, the crew walked off, and they were brought back on, and basically promises that it wouldn't happen again. Um, and they were under a time crunch, 
to get something done that day. So they were trying to shoot this scene. Mm-hmm. Um, at which point, uh, it has been said, but the assistant dir- first assistant director is denying that he is the one that got the gun off of a cart. Not in a safe, not in a designated area for props or for guns, just on a cart, picked it up and just handed it to Baldwin and said it was cold. What the what fuck? What the fuck? So, that's not even the armorer handing him the gun. No. The armorer didn't touch it in the sequence of these events. Um, There are also uh, a lot of people... Uh, talking shit about the armorer uh, because they're in it, they were inexperienced and they allowed this to happen basically like a, a moral stand of mm-hmm. you know even if it's, it's your job you have to be like look I can't do this because it's not safe um, not only that but uh, it, it has been accused that the armorer and a few other crew members and this is the reason that there were live rounds on the set. We're taking the guns used for the show and going shooting with them before uh, production. So they were like taking props and using them for fun. The armorer was. The armorer and other crew members. So that was what? why there were live rounds on the set. Dude, like, this is why? like. Uh, it's amazing that only two people were shot on yeah, the set of this movie. From everything that I've read, it's fucking clown shoes. It's clown shoes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. And the 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 worst part is it still comes down to Alec Baldwin. Because so, he is a producer on the show and he is part of the reason that all of these things happened. And it and he was there. Fair. He was there. He should be enforcing. So he should be these enforcing guidelines all these guidelines because he's a producer. Yeah. But he wasn't. So like, we're going to find out this is all just like guerrilla marketing for a new 30 rock season. Right. I mean, that would be better than this person being dead for all these idiots doing, not doing their jobs. Like this is ridiculous. I just don't. It sounds I, it sounds like, you know, the guy that shoots a fucking round off uh in his house because he's like showing his piece off and you can you watch the video of it and the guy's being a complete buffoon and you're like, "Wow, what an idiot." It, yeah. We're surprised he didn't shoot his friend or himself. And that's what this set was the whole time. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh I I don't know. Uh I I still, uh, I've seen a lot of dissent about, um, blaming it on Baldwin because he didn't follow the rules of, uh, handling a gun because the rules are changed for how you do, how you shoot a movie, which I sort Mm -hmm. of understand that, but I still think that some of them apply. So like I get the not checking it to see if it's loaded or not based on you know it's been loaded and sealed basically by somebody that's supposed to know what the fuck they're doing yeah <clears throat> specifically so that somebody else doesn't put something in it right yeah i get that but like part of 
one of the big rules is to not pull the trigger unless you mean to shoot the thing that you're pointing it at. Yeah. And to not point it at people unless you mean to shoot them. So, like, those are two huge rules and that were obviously not uh, kept in this situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just the whole thing is a mess. The more that comes out about it and the more I read about it, it's it's an even bigger mess and it's really surprising more people weren't hurt. Yeah, it sounds like it from read when you what you were saying. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Last week I was angry. This week I'm still angry, but I'm also extraordinarily disappointed. Yeah. Which is almost worse. Yeah, it is. I'm just, I'm I'm glad that you know no one else was hurt, but it's terrible that it happened anyway. Yeah. Like with that, that much negligence, I don't even know that you can like call it an accident. Like no. it's straight up negligent on multiple parties. Because like the first assistant director is also in charge of safety, and he's literally handing a gun that has not been checked to an actor, saying that it was saying cold, saying, saying that, that it's it cold. I mean, all this is an accusation. Right, we don't so, know So, like, for sure. we don't know if this is accurate or not. You know, we don't have a fucking video of it. But, um... Multiple people have accused that of being what happened. Yeah, so it being on a set, I mean... Cameras are pretty much always rolling. I would think that there'd be some sort of video footage of the situation. Unless, like, everyone's, like... I, I feel like all of this is just PR campaign for the public audience to not hate Baldwin. It could be. Like, I feel like a lot of it is. I I also saw, like, I know I know that there are bots on Reddit and some of the comments that are, like, yeah. particularly inflammatory are bots. Um, but some of them were basically saying, like, the only reason that all, all these 2A guys are getting on Baldwin is because he made fun of Trump. It's like, I don't fucking like Trump, and I still think Baldwin's at fault. Like, I don't give a fuck what he did on Saturday Night Live. That's yeah. got nothing to do with it. It's yeah. got to do with how, like, he was a producer on a set that was extremely unsafe, and he is the one that actually pulled the trigger and killed someone. So, like, kind of feel like it might be his fault. Yeah, I also don't like Trump, and Trump deserves to be made fun of. Um, the cinematographer did not deserve to have her life taken in this fashion. No. So, Not anyway. uh, can we, like, start arresting people? Like, some prison time, probably, something? I don't know. I feel like the first assistant director and the armor are gonna catch the heat, and then that's probably gonna be it. But, uh, they were also negligent. <laughs> they yeah. just I mean, weren't the one the, pulling the trigger. It sounds like there's a whole list of people that need in trouble for yeah, varying yeah. degrees of... Oh yeah, criminality. Like, I mean, if if legally the first assistant direct first assistant director is responsible for safety on the set, then he should take he should bear a, a brunt of of the punishment for this. Um, and Baldwin being responsible for all the basically the root cause of all of this is the mm-hmm. budget being cut and being non union people having multiple jobs and not being able to do either of them correctly. Yeah. Um. And also still being the one that pulled the trigger. Still being the one that was actually actively involved in the accident to begin with. Um, also deserves a large part of the blame. Yeah. Um, but the armor is not blameless, especially if they're the one that brought live rounds to the set. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense to me. No. What the fuck? Okay. 
I feel like there's somewhere we need to go that is not this topic. Yeah. <laughs> I got somewhere we can go. Dave, you got a review? I yeah. do. So, I I like video games. Oh, yeah. I have a video game review. Or a recommendation, I'd say. I haven't played a ton of it yet to okay. get a fully review. Uh, but I was able to. So, we talk about I don't have internet. Yes. I was able to actually download something through it's my phone. Your hotspot. Oh, hot yeah. Oh, well, shit. But I only have a limited amount of data, so I can't use my phone all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I downloaded a game off of Steam. Uh, it came out, I think, early October it came out. It's okay. called Inscription. Mm. It is a roguelike uh, deck-building card game. Okay. okay. So you know what rogue, roguelike is. It's like random. It's like uh, almost like a dungeon crawler. It's random dungeons and stuff is what roguelike is. Yeah. Uh, this is a, like I said, it's a deck-based, like, card game deck, deck-building-based deck game mm-hmm. slash horror slash escape room slash, like, weird demon thing. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's a lot going on here. It's a lot. So you start the game, and uh, it looks almost like an old VHS, like kind of boots up, and mm. there you, you hear someone go, "Huh, I wonder what's on this," and like hit a button, and uh, like a, a screen appears, like a you know, yeah, press start here, like it's yeah, like yeah. a video game. Uh, but there's like the new game thing, and then there's a continue game. But the new game thing, you cannot click the new game. Okay, and you have to go to the get, go to the continue, continue. game. And it pops up, and then you're, it's just, you, it's just like black screen, and these eyeballs pop up, and there's, it shows like a table, and then these eyeballs, and they're like, oh, you're back. It's been a long time. Do you remember how to play my game? And then you play this card game. Okay. Like, you, it's almost like, it's a very simple, like, um, not quite magic, but sort of like lay a that. card down and you sacrifice that card to get cooler cards yeah and attack and stuff <clears throat> it's got some magic mechanics like obviously they can't say trample or flying but it's similar ideas. similar to that and you play this game and you you win the first one or if, if you mess up he's like oh it's been a while let, let me show you how to do this yeah and he explains the the stuff to to you and then it goes there's like then a map appears and you basically work your way to the map and like sometimes you're like you're like getting new cards for your deck or upgrading your cards or playing different you know playing different against the same guy it's his floating eyes staring yeah. at the whole time and then slowly he starts adding more things to the game and um if you die he takes you like you are sacrificed mm-hmm. and then you start over the you start over again with like only four cards you got to build again, keep going, and it changes each time. Okay, but when you uh, when you're when you're playing, like uh, there's a card that talks to you. Okay, like you put a card it's like like when you die the first time, the bag's like, "Hey, you messed up," <laughs> and it like goes on and talks. It's like we have to find this, this, this. This guy's crazy. Don't listen to him. And you can like pull back from the table, and you're in this cabin. And there's these weird puzzles in the cabin that the more you play the card game, the more it tells you how to unlock and solve these puzzles to get better cards and get like cooler upgrades to eventually escape this cabin. Hmm. What the fuck? Yeah. It's real cool. That's pretty cool. 
I, I played for like two or three hours last night. But I, I like those kind of like card games anyways. Yeah. There's another card, cool card game called Monster Train. You guys heard of that? Mm-mm. That one's pretty fun. I played, like, um, what the fuck is that one called? I still have it on my phone somewhere. Um, Billy's shouting the name of it at, at his phone right now. Oh, Slay the Spire. <laughs> oh, yeah. That one's a lot of fun, too. I like that yeah. one a lot. I think Monster Train might be from the same company as that one. Oh, okay. It's similar to that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. That's, that's how a lot of the super simple deck builders on, like, phone games kind of run, like, Slay the Spire, where you just, like, you can play so many cards a turn um, versus, like, the way that, like, the Marvel and DC uh, uh, physical card deck builders work where like you collect cards and then like your hand determines how much you can play and stuff. Right, yeah. yeah. That's exactly what this game is. But like you start only start with like four cards. Yeah. You start with four cards and squirrel cards. And yeah, squirrels yeah. are your sacrifice. Yeah. But it's super cool. It's a it's a creepy game like you get items like, I got an item last night that was a pair of pliers. Uh-huh. And I'm like, what's this do? And I clicked it, and I clicked on it, and it literally, you take one of your own teeth out. Because the way you win <laughs> is there's this scale. When you do damage, it adds weights to one side that are teeth. So you literally just do a free damage, but you, like, pull your character's tooth out. Uh. Okay. Yeah. Huh. There's also a knife. Like, I found, like, you have this knife. Like, what's this do? And I clicked on it, and you stab yourself in the eye and take your eye out, and it goes all, it makes your opponent go all the way to just like one health left. Yeah. So if you take out your eye and your tooth in the same turn, you win. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I did that, and I won, and the creepy demon hand guy, eyeball guy, goes, Oh, well, you can't just have one eye have one have a spare and opens up this box of eyeballs and there's a glowy one what the fuck <laughs> there's a glowy one they clicked the glowy one uh-huh. and it made like the whole screen kind of wonky and when he like closes the box there's a secret message on the box that you could see because of the eye so it's like an escape room that's fucking that, awesome yeah wild that sounds really cool. Yeah. I would check it out. It's called Inscription. I think it's like 17 bucks. Oh, okay. Like, it's, it's a little pricey, but... Yeah, it's a little more pricey than most of the, like, cheap games on Steam. Right. But I, I like, I have not beat it or anything, because it's, it's hard. <laughs> yeah. But, um... I mean, it's a roguelike, so... Yeah. Famous for being Nintendo hard, or worse. <laughs> yeah, it... It feels Nintendo hard. Lion King hard. Oh, God. That game was so hard. <laughs> Pretty sure it's impossible, but... Earth One Gym is also hard. Mm. It was a really hard game. But yeah, if you guys have Steam, want to check it out, Inscription. I highly recommend it. Right on. Sounds fun. Sounds weird and interesting. Super yeah. weird. I'm going to probably play Which it tonight I'm when I get into home. that. So, I watched... A show, a new show on Netflix, a new series, animated mm. series mm-hmm. called Inside Job. Uh, and basically what the show is about 
is the deep state. Everything you've read about the deep state in the last, I don't know, six years, uh, is 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 true, and you see the show played out. So the show, one of the things the show does that I thought was interesting is it separates the Illuminati and the deep state. So they're both like dark secret organizations under uh, the powers of these guys called the Robes, and um, the, the it's pre- it's pretty interesting. Uh, there's there's some funny stuff. It's a nice little spin. You kind of have like those, like the standard animated adult tv show dynamics like there's a there's a man that's like part dolphin uh general or whatever yeah he's a general um uh, for the deep state uh the show centers around uh reagan ridley uh voiced by lizzie kaplan and uh her dad is uh christian slater yeah, her dad. Her dad. I can't remember his name in the show, but her dad is played by a Christian Slater, uh, and they have an interesting dynamic throughout the show, uh, where he like helped funded the deep state, and like was a part of the board, and then got kicked off the board. So like, her boss is actually a guy named Jr. And like, you see all this like throughout the first season. There's ten episodes. Uh, they're out on Netflix now. It's Netflix original animated series. Uh, it's I don't know. I liked it the more I watched it, the more I got further into the series, the more I liked it. The first couple episodes, I was kind of like, oh, this is kind of dumb. It's like one of those shows that like tries to go like a joke a second, and like sometimes it's just too much, and like sometimes it's not funny, but then sometimes it's really funny. So it just depends on your humor. I feel like there's a little bit of it in there for everyone. Hmm. It's like everyone's going to laugh at some point in time. Um, but I actually found myself not really watching it for the comedy at a certain point and just kind of watching it because I was actually interested in the story and what they were doing. Uh, cause it is like, it's not like a reset. It's not like family guy or American dad or stuff. Um, it, it, it has like an arc that plays out throughout the series. Uh, it's, I, I don't know. I recommend it. Uh, I think it's amusing at the very least. It's like a nice little, just like, you know, you're sitting down, going to watch something real quick. Yeah. Yeah, you know, pop on an episode. Watch a couple the one episodes. episode I watched with one of the two episodes I watched with you was pretty good. The uh, Moon Sex Cult. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's it called again? It's called Inside Job. Inside Job. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The there's another character. His name is Mike. He's a uh, magic mushroom. Um. He's a living magic mushroom from deep beneath the earth. Uh, and literally looks like one of the black felt poster mushrooms. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's uh he's he's an amusing character. I believe uh, J- uh John DiMaggio is does the voice of him. Um hmm. but it's I don't know. It's a I, I was amused at the very least and sometimes I was very humored. Huh. So it just depends, but I, I do like it. some you know, I do like some animated comedies yeah unlike hoops i was super interested in the show and watched all of it dude i couldn't even like finish like two episodes of that show no dude i was so bad i was excited when they played when they came out with the trailer i was like ah hoops could be cool because it's got a it's got fucking uh jake johnson nick from uh new girl 
Oh, okay. Uh, is the voice of the main guy, but it's just it's even it, it's so it does the it does the joke per second thing the whole time, and it's fucking annoying. Like I did not enjoy hoops. I think I watched three episodes. It was like sort of. It was like not a good kind of humor. That's what I didn't like about it. Like the kind of humor was not. It was like middle school locker room humor. Yeah. Yeah, and not like not, not like, like big mouth. Not like classy yeah. dick and fart jokes, like gross and offensive dick and fart jokes. Yeah. I think that's all it was. This was like that's that's why I didn't like it. I was like this is fucking gross and misogynistic enough to offend me. I can't imagine <laughs> like watching this and being a sensitive sensitive to those things like Right. Huh. What the fuck? Who made this? Yeah. You guys ever watch F is for Family? Yeah, that show. I, I like that F's show. For family. That one's good. That's a good one. Uh, Clark Duke is in that too. He's uh he's Brett Hand. Oh yeah, Clark Duke plays yeah Brett Hand. Uh, John DiMaggio is actually Glenn Dolphman. Oh okay. And then Brett Gilman is Magic Mike. Okay. Yeah, his name the is Magic, Magic Mike. All right, that's M- awesome. MYC Mike. Yeah. MYC Mike? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, he, his, oh man, it's fucking gross. He's like, his tentacles are all his penis. But also his hands and other things. <laughs> and when he, when he secretes, he secretes magical liquids. Like magic <laughs> mushroom liquids. They talk about psilocybin and everything. It's it's like there's thought that went into the show, and I think that that's what makes it like even the jokes that aren't good or the jokes that fall flat. Like there's still thought behind yeah. so most of the lines in the show. What <laughs> I what I watched of it um, made it feel like uh, Rick and Morty through a lens of uh, American Dad, but in a good way. Yeah. Mm. And I think it is like uh, the style. If it's not animated by the same people, it is stylized after uh, Rick and Morty. Yeah, because the the art style is very very similar. Okay, yeah, it's got there's there's definitely some Rick and Morty vibes. I'll have to check that out. I I don't know if it's supposed to be their answer. Like to Rick and Morty, because I feel like they would have been went a little bit harder and maybe like did a lot more like creative arcing, yeah, for the characters. Um, but it's also just season one, so yeah, we'll see what it turns into because there's a lot that they already put into this. Like, there's like they they talk about Atlantis, you don't see Atlantis in the first season, but they talk about Atlantis a lot. Hmm. And when the episode that Shane watched, they're on the moon, and when you see Earth, there's like this big thing in the ocean, and I was huge, like, "What the fuck? Yeah, huge, thing. like larger than any of the continents." <laughs> and I was like, "What in the fuck is that?" And then as soon as I asked myself that question, uh, the dad says something along the lines of, uh, "Of 
yeah, the Earth looks different up here because they Photoshop out Atlantis and all the pictures of the globe. Yeah, isn't it, <laughs> isn't it crazy that NASA photoshops all all the uh, yeah. satellite images of the Earth to not have Atlantis in it? Yeah, it's I I I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Like the it. it it takes a minute to get into it, at least it did for me, but like once I got into it, I was like, I gotta finish this shit so I can talk about it. And yeah. like the end, the last couple episodes, I was just oh man. It's good. It's good. That's good. It sounds it I'm I'm intrigued. Yeah, the the like episode and a half or two that I watched was pretty good, so I would join Russell in saying that you should probably watch it and that I'm going to watch it later. Not tonight, but <laughs> uh, you Dave had, had more a VHS stuff. story. Oh yeah, I have a VHS story. Yeah, we had mentioned this last week. Yeah, but we ran out of time. <clears throat> yep. Uh, so a couple weeks ago at this point, uh, me and a friend of mine, one of my good buddies, he's also a uh, good buddy. He's a good buddy. He's one of my VHS pals. There's a uh, store in. Indianapolis, yeah, uh, in a mall uh, called, uh, I don't know if I should say the name. No, whatever. I mean, it's not where you live. It's true. Uh, <laughs> S&I Videos. You're not, just, you're not doxing yourself. Exactly. It's true. Uh, S&I Videos, which is a, a uh, it's mainly like probably 70% VHS, mm. but they have a lot of DVD and some Blu-ray and stuff like that. So I've been wanting to go for a long time. One of my other buddies is like, you should go check it out. It's cool. It's cool. So me and my buddy went and uh, we get up there and we got there kind of early. Like they opened at 11. We got there like our noon. We got there right around noon and we go into the mall and this is the scariest mall I've ever been to in my life. Yeah. We open the door and half of the lights are out. Like like some of the, like the the light banks aren't working. Yeah. <laughs> like um, is it open? <laughs> and most Fantastic. of the stores in this mall are either like just there's nothing in that just closed or boarded up. Awesome. And like leaking in some spots. Some uh, somewhere in the ceiling. Some spots the ceiling was caving in. There was uh, w- uh missing person posters. <laughs> What scattered throughout this mall. Literally urban exploration going on to get to this VHS store. Yeah. Which sounds right. Yeah. It's kind of, it was kind of cool. There was like maybe 14 stores open in this entire mall. And it was a big, pretty decent sized mall. Mm. Um, I can't believe there were stores still open and they like the fucking ceilings caving in and yeah. shit. There was a finish line. That was the most notable <laughs> store. <laughs> There was a finish line in a place called Bouncy Town, which I wanted to go. I don't <laughs> was... know if I would want to go to a bouncy house place in that in that mall. I don't know, man. It was called Bouncy Town, and they literally had... I have pictures of it. The front of it, they have deer blinds scattered for like kids to play in. Like These are deer blinds. <laughs> what in the fuck? This... We need to go make a video of us going through this mall. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it was what my buddy took a bunch of pictures of it. So we went through. We're like, as soon as we walked in, we're like, "Oh, we have to walk through this whole mall." Yeah. So we walked around. Uh, we end up stopping the bathroom, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. In the bathroom, like the tu- the like light tubes were like flickering and stuff was busted. I'm like, <laughs> we're gonna die. <laughs> 
what the fuck? I didn't look too long into the mirror in case something started looking back at me. Like, I don't know what's going yeah. on. <laughs> I want to go to this mall. You look slightly to the left in the mirror, no matter what your <laughs> profile is. <doing>. Yep. <laughs> nope. Uh, so we ended up finding this place. It was next to a, uh, I think, I believe it looked like an old JC Penney store. Mm. There was a church converted to a church. Wow, that happens a lot. And they had, uh, it was like in the middle of the mall. There was like, it was a Spanish church. Yep. And they were having a good time. Oh yeah. And, uh, I'm pretty sure they played, we were, we were in the VHS store for quite a long time, probably about 45 minutes to an hour. I could have swore they played the same song the whole time. Holy shit. So we get to the store and it's just full like VHS tapes and mm. I got some cool stuff. If I would have been in there longer, I probably would have cleaned the place out. Yeah. Um, but it was also, I want to give a shout out to the store. It was like, we were the only ones in there for a while. A couple guys walk in and out, but there was this older gentleman, elderly gentleman sitting behind the um, counter. Who I believe when we walked in was sound asleep. Awesome. <laughs> He's taking a nap. He's taking awesome. a nap. And maybe he was communicating back to the home world. That too. Uh, but like he, like he talked to us a little bit. Like, oh, go check that out. Super nice guy. Yeah. Like very nice, sweet old man. And one, uh, one of my buddies who's a filmmaker did a short film in there. Like he okay. wrote videos and stuff. And I was ta- texting him. He's like, hey, give me their email address so I can send them the video. Mm. I'm like, okay, cool. So like, I, we go to check out... And I give this guy this, I'm like, oh, also, my buddy shot some stuff here. He wants to uh, send you guys that if you guys have an email. And the whole guy goes, hmm, email. And he, like, looks off the side and goes, hun, do we have um email? <laughs> it was just the most adorable thing. Wow. <laughs> they don't have a VHS store because they were, like, <laughs> collecting VHS. They have a VHS store because they don't know that anything else came out. <laughs> Pretty much. But it was just, it was adorable. Wow. Just the way he's like, email? Do we have that? <laughs> like, what? Oh my god. I Did you, like, go through a wormhole? Like I, It felt like I did. There was a comic book store I wanted to go to, but we didn't Bro! have time. We're Let's going, Shane. Let's fucking go! <laughs> There's also a giant game store. Like that was the what one the big fuck? thing. Yeah. People are We're playing going. magic in it. We're going to this fucking place. Dude, Dave slipped into the nineties. Yeah. Yeah, and I want to go with him. <laughs> <laughs> what made it even more nineties? So we walked around the whole store, the whole mall. Uh there was a you guys remember Sammy Terry? Yeah. Sa- there's a Sammy Terry's the dungeon where he films all of his like live shows. It was closed, but I'm like, dude, Sammy Terry's here. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck is Sammy Terry? He was an old, like, uh, like Elvira. Oh, okay. Like a late yeah. night uh, spooky movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I almost bought all of his set furniture once in an antique store, but it was $9,000. Yikes. Dude. You mean we could be, like, sitting in weird crushed velvet fucking prop chairs right now instead of these super comfy gray yeah. I okay yeah yeah I've seen him I just didn't know what his name was yeah it's actually his son because Sammy Terry's no longer but they just call him he's just still yeah, Sammy yeah. Terry character at this point yeah right yeah but 
Yeah, it was really weird. Like the ceiling this was caving. Sounds in. amazing. There was like mall walkers that didn't didn't quite meet. You know, didn't we? We I didn't make eye contact with any of these people inside here. There were zombies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there was one store that was it was like Ed's retail or something like that. Oh yeah, and it was just those like plastic stop big chain can only get so hard i know right (laughs) (laughs) those plastic like big wheel toys like power wheel stuff it was just those set up like a showroom and a couple of tricycles what the fuck is this place and they were open there was a guy at the counter playing on his phone and me and my buddy walked by like that's a money laundering place (laughs) yes that's what i was gonna say this whole thing sounds like a money laundering site uh wow so what you're saying is dqp does road trip yeah dqp does road show road show what in the fuck this sounds completely insane the whole thing sounds just fucking bonkers but i actually want to go to a comic book store yeah i didn't get a chance to go in there my buddy had we had to leave he had to be back for band practice hmm but uh, I didn't get a chance to go to the store, the, but it was right next to the VHS store. Yeah. Comic book store, game store, VHS store. Church. Church. And a finish line. And a finish line. <laughs> and, yeah. so, and we walked by this um, like Japanese food court restaurant, and the people, the ladies there really wanted us to stop. <laughs> like We walked by like, hi, hello. It's like, oh, yeah. They're probably three meals away from closing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. They needed your... Your money. Or they're out of meat and they were trying to lure you to the back. That's what I was thinking. See, man, I went to the mall over here by us uh, over the weekend and I thought it was pathetic, but it's not to that point. I've I've actually worked in dying malls before. Really? Like three of them. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> and uh, and like I, none of them got to the point where they were literally like decaying corpses before before they were torn down. Like, are you the harbinger of doom for malls? Maybe. Um, That's when I, a pretty fucking metal song. <laughs> I worked at this mall in South Bend uh, called Scottsdale. It is no longer there. It hasn't been there for at least ten years, I think. Damn. Um. We were one of four stores still in the building. There, oh, wow. there was our store, uh, an EB Games. If that tells Whoa. you how long ago that was, that's a long time. <laughs> uh, uh, EB Games, not even EB Toys. N- no, KB Toys. KB, you're toys. right. You're right. Yeah, KB Toys. There used to be like several KB Toys in there, and different places at different times. My dad worked at a KB Toys. My aunt was actually a manager. Uh, she was the harbinger of doom for KB Toys. <laughs> that was literally her job at one point was to go in and close KB Toys stores. Oh shit! Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah, like there were literally four stores in that mall, but it was like still the mall was still in good shape. Yeah. Like if you look up pictures of Scottsdale Mall in South Bend, Indiana. You will see like pictures and it's a it's a very pretty mall, but all the pictures have no people in them. It's just empty. It's just empty. Uh but like I always thought it was a great mall, but it was very expensive and they were trying to pass the cause it was a two story 
uh, with a lot of open space in the middle that they weren't utilizing for stores. Uh, okay. uh, so it was all like going into infrastructure and like upkeep and uh, overhead as far as like heating and cooling it and stuff. Right. Um, that gets expensive. Yeah. Big and like, like the, that. the way they had designed it, it had a bunch of skylights and shit for natural light, which then makes it less efficient for heating and cooling. Yeah. yeah. So it, it was very pretty, but it was like ill designed and uh, it was on the wrong side of town too. Cause there was, there's a huge uh, area on the, on the North side that has a lot more business. Uh. <clears throat> but, yeah, and then like the one of them was more like what you're talking about, um, but the other two like weren't falling apart, literally falling apart. Yeah, this this was wild. I have pictures of show Russell. That mall is empty. That store is closed. Still empty. Another store closed. Yeah. That store looked like a fucking porn set. <laughs> it kind of did. Go back. It was like a couch and two chairs. And... That's straight up black couch auditions. <laughs> <laughs> There's the ceiling collapsing. What the fuck? At least they have a cautioned off, I guess. Yeah, it's true. Well, that store is called Furniture Corner. Yeah. Wow. Oh, there's the deer blinds outside the bouncy town. What the fuck? They're just renting it out I... to whoever the fuck. What? For yeah. They're just like, give us $300 a month and you can put whatever <laughs> the fuck you want. There's like mold on the ceiling? Yeah. There's what in mold. the fuck, dude? Jeez. We gotta like wear respirators and go into this place. Yeah. yeah. We but... need a Mira Safety to uh, <laughs> to sponsor this video we're gonna make going into this mall. I'm willing to go back because that was a good story. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like you said, it was urban exploration. Yeah. Holy shit. You had another story, didn't you? I do. I have a couple of quick wrestling stories. Oh, yeah. Wrestling news. Wrestling news. You guys like wrestling? Wrestling. Entertainment. I, I enjoy wrestling. Uh, so, AEW, which yeah. is the big promotion, uh, one of their biggest draws is uh, John Moxley. Yep. Uh, as of today, uh, Tony Khan, which is the owner of AEW. Yeah. Um, announced. I actually have it right here. Yeah. Uh, John Moxley has allowed me to share with you that he is entering an inpatient alcohol treatment program. John is a beloved member of the AEW family. We all stand with him and Renee and all his family and friends as he shift his focus to recovery. So he has been put into rehab. Yeah. Which I imagine that's a good thing. Yeah. I didn't really see it, you know. I was obviously I don't know the guy, so. right? But yeah, uh, I don't know. Like the schedule that he was keeping seemed a bit extreme, and I don't know if that had anything to do with it. He was doing a lot of stuff, yeah, because he was working for he was working for AEW, but he was also doing a lot of independent stuff. Yeah, um, I saw him at an independent show like last month. Yeah, um. There was what there was a GCW show, yeah, before the last AEW pay per view, like the night before. Yep, that's what I was he at. Had, like he was headlining both. Um, or coat like the GCW thing. He was more of an appearance. He only okay. came out for like five ten minutes. Okay, but he still like 
got the shit kicked out of him. Yeah. yeah. He's still uh, laid in broken glass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I hope he gets better. Me too. Me uh, too. He's he's a great... I, I've always liked him as a wrestler. Yeah. So Even, wish wish him the best of luck. Yep. Even at WWE where they squandered him a lot. He was still amusing at least. And then I have some more independent wrestling news. Okay. Super interesting to wrestle. Do it. Um so it was uh Halloween. It was a Halloween show. Okay. Uh for next generation wrestling in Knoxville, Tennessee. Oh, I have a Halloween thing that I want to say after this. Okay. That will, that will be Sad than happy about. Oh, <laughs> I'm already in a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Uh, so at this next generation wrestling show, uh, two wrestlers were hurt in the same show, not okay. the same match though. Like seriously hurt. Uh, so uh, sort of. Not there's okay. there. Um, so Danhausen, which oh, I guess okay. don't know yeah, Danhausen. Yeah. You've talked about him on the show yeah. before. I love that man. Yeah. Um. Uh. It's actually Fandango. Which so now is like Dirty Dango it goes with. Okay. They were wrestling in a tag match, and he landed wrong and landed straight on his leg. Danhausen did. Da- or landed on Danhausen's leg. Oh, yeah. Uh, Fandango is. Fandango landed on okay. Danhausen, uh, breaking his tibia and uh, Ooh. fibia. Ooh. Fibula. Okay. Uh, there's a he posted a uh, um, his X-ray. And it looked pretty rough. Yeah. And so also that same show. Another indie wrestler, Mance Warner, which I think I also may have talked about on this show. Maybe. He's actually from Indianapolis. Okay. Um, he's known for, uh, he's the Southern Psycho is this thing. The okay. I poke God. I won't get into his stuff. But um, <laughs> there's not, uh, he also, we think he broke an ankle. There's not much mm. news on him. But he also like grabbed his knee as well. So like he had surgery apparently today. Like I don't know oh, what shit. what happened, but like he's on the mend. But uh, they uh, Danhausen and then went to the same hospital. So okay. on Instagram, it was Danhausen sitting next to his house. It's like tonight sucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, that's fucking brutal. Yeah. So some wrestling news. Hopefully those wish those guys a speedy recovery. Yeah. And it didn't even sound like they were like in hardcore matches. It was just like little accidents. Right. I don't yeah. know about Mance. Mance tends to do hardcore stuff. Yeah, but like a broken ankle isn't really like something that you get from getting hit with a chair, right? Right, yeah. You know, it's like, I jumped off a thing and landed wrong. Right, exactly. Yeah. Or whatever. But uh, both those dudes I like a lot, so wish yeah. them a speedy recovery. Uh, if you guys are wrestling fans, uh, check out Danhausen. He's hilarious. mm uh, Mance Warner is just insane. Yeah. He's a he reminds me of like almost like an Art Anderson like eighty seven like nineteen eighty seven wrestler bruiser guy. Okay, that's cool. Although he also like has his tongue stapled to stuff and like does death matches. Yeah, but yeah, check those guys out. Maybe buy some merch. Help them out. You don't have to. I don't. I don't. I don't know them. Yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> so they, they probably don't have like real good insurance, right? Because um, uh, Danhausen insurance at all. Yes, Danhausen is signed to Ring of Honor. Okay, which is another little bit of news. I won't get into it. I think it was this month or so. so they Ring of Honor has announced that at the end of this year, they're releasing everyone from Ring of Honor. Oh shit! What? Yeah, everyone's getting released. 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know the exact details or anything. That's gnarly as fuck. Yeah. Okay. So, it sucks. Yeah. But that might mean we might get Dan House in an AW. We don't know. That'd be interesting. I have some wrestling news. Do you? Yeah. Halloween wrestling news? No, this is oh. not that. Uh, WWE still sucks. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> no, that was it. <laughs> I totally agree. <laughs> as sad as it is, man, I used to love WWE. Yeah, man. F and then E. Yeah. I have a wrestling thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I was reading something about how uh, people are upset that uh, ratings didn't like shoot through the roof uh, when CM Punk CM Punk came to AEW. Oh yeah, and then uh, I read some comments and top comment, which I thought made the most sense, uh, which mildly amused me was uh, the guy was like, "The person who wrote this article is an idiot because all of CM Punk's fans were already watching AEW." <laughs> yep you're probably right <laughs> I liked that I was amused yeah, what's was... your Halloween news um Bob Seger's house burned down on Halloween whoa um but Bob Seger was not hurt that's good that no one was hurt I don't definitely think. good yeah definitely good I forgot did, about it until did, just now did he fall asleep with a cigarette in his mouth I don't know what happened I just saw the headline Huh. <clears throat> That's wild. I don't yeah. like house fires. No. No. Those scare the fuck out of me. Yeah. Those That's actively worry me. Personal belongings in a house fire. Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even my house. I remember that. Yeah. Uh mm. Yeah. Is that is that it? That's is all that, I is had. That the show? I think that's it. We're ending on a sad note. That's the no. Well, he's he 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 it. That's that, fine. That's fine. That was like uh, sad because his house burned down. Yeah. Happy Bob Seeger lived. He's alive. Yeah. And no one was hurt. Yeah. Someone tried to sacrifice him to the Halloween gods. And Same. Bob Seeger's like, fuck no, get someone else. Yeah. <laughs> get Danzig. He was like, you're not turning this page. <laughs> there we that go. was good. That's we're ending we on that. Yep. Take us out, Dave. This has been the DQB Does Hostful. I've been Yup Boy. Yup Boy. And Shane's been the hype man. Hype man. And we also have Russell the Mumbler. Every day a mumbling. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Whip, whip, whip. for a thousand years. <laughs>
been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.